0: Hello, we are at episode eight. Thank you so much. Uh, I, again, always appreciate your continued support and listening. Please follow us on Spotify or subscribe on YouTube right now if you haven't already. This week's episode, we have a special guest, Marcella Arguello. She is shining bright with her new HBO special, Bitch, Grow Up. Make sure to check that out. And on today's episode, we talk about growing up in a Latin household, sexuality, navigating our bodies and dating people and their bodies, and a bunch of other good stuff. Here we go. So, tell me, growing up Latina, of course, I'm not Latina, but I hear a lot about how machismo in the household influences growing up. Yes. So, I guess, how did machismo in your household influence the family relationships?
1: i mean machismo runs everything in latino households you know like um and it was very frustrating as a kid because even though i was a snitch and like i wasn't down to do anything bad i also didn't understand the logic of like the boys can do whatever they want but the girls can't i was Mm -hmm. i would like argue with my dad like when i was like seven years old that's when i really like i was a little feminist without even knowing what that was yeah i just didn't understand the logic of like boys can do whatever and the boys can talk however and the boys can hang out all night and they can do whatever they want but you can't i didn't understand that you know it just so that was really frustrating as a kid because i was like look i don't even want to go out but like how dare you say that we can't spend the night at our friend's house but the boys can yeah like why is that allowed that's kind of weird you know yeah and that was one of those like early that was like the first signs of me being like what the hell is going on here and then i don't know if you've ever heard me burp I'm sure you have. I burp really. Yeah, burp, probably. Yeah, burp, actually, yeah. I. Yeah, I remember. Burp, yeah, I fucking burp really fucking loud, and it all started Dude, for you because my dad hated it. He mm-hmm. hated it. You know, you go, go, you're disgusting. You know, and um ladies aren't supposed to. And I'd be like, oh, well, I'm not a lady. I'm a little kid. You know. Yeah. I would just burp, and so like I have this disgusting skill now where I can mm-hmm. burp like crazy
0: yeah but like now is it dad, just burps or farts too i
1: can fart crazy but for some Good. reason that was okay i, I don't know yeah. but i think the burping just really irritated my dad and so i just really learned over the years to like burp really loud and it's funny because when he passed away i was like damn i have no one to like
0: annoy with yeah. this with anymore everybody's yeah. just like impressed by it My dad was a <laughs> one. Like, i learned it because i it can made be him that mad. person i could I say you know what that's fucking gross <laughs> but no but uh, that's funny you normally hear people think that burps are are okay and farts are the worst yeah. ones So yeah,
1: he just didn't like that I did at the yeah. table when we were oh, yeah. eating. You know. Yeah, and I was like, I don't. I just you know I, you know that 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 whole like in some cultures burping is a compliment to the show. There chef. you go. Yeah. I would say that he could give a fuck. You You're know, just worldly. Just, yeah,
0: I'm worldly. Uh, I'm not disgusting. I'm worldly.
1: Yeah. Um, so maybe
0: that's how like machismo impacted you being the little feminist then at that age is you're kind of like i want to fight back with not being able to talk i want to fight back with i want to burp too yeah and that's where like that's how it
1: started you know because i and it was really just a logic thing like it's even like like the the trans issues that are happening across the nation Mm -hmm. right now Mm -hmm. the logic makes no sense there's Mm -hmm. no logic to what they're doing and that's the shit that really frustrates me yeah when i'm like you know when i was a kid was like seeing the holes in in the logic um and it's like and as an adult you know that fucking gets under your skin too it's just that you know you, you kind of don't expect a little kid a little girl yeah. the youngest of four mm-hmm. to be the one that's like ready to fight back you
0: know yeah do you feel like now learning how to be more assertive because you were trying to deal with not being held down by Machismo and letting yourself shine through do you feel like how do you feel like that navigates how you live today now
1: I mean, I, I don't know how to not be that way. And yeah. I never knew how to not be that way. I've never not been that way. Like anybody yeah. that has known me since I was a kid, like I'm exactly the same person as, you know, a little mm-hmm. mature, a little, you know, grown up version. Mm-hmm. But I'm very much the same person I was when I was a little girl, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I'm very proud of that because I was proud of who I was as a little kid, you know, and, and I'm glad that I grew up to be the adult that I always wanted to be.
0: I feel like sometimes... I feel really good that I'm an assertive woman because I'll see people not be assertive and I'm like, damn, like you're missing out on yeah, so many things. I agree. Things. I agree
1: with that. I tell a lot of my friends, like don't, don't fucking hesitate to speak up. Like yeah. someone takes it personal. That's a red flag, you mm-hmm. know? But like, if you're just like setting a boundary or like just speaking up for yourself, like how is that
0: negative? And if it is someone perceives it as negative, that's not a person you want to be around. Yeah, that's you know? a them thing. Yeah. So now I feel like I feel like we're going in the direction of dating. Cause I wanted to ask you this then, because I feel as an assertive woman myself, I feel like a lot of people are maybe threatened because it falls outside of the seeming like, you know, you're docile or agreeable. How do you feel like being an assertive woman impacts your dating life?
1: I mean, you know, the the problem with being an assertive woman, it's not even that men don't like it is that there are men who they want something specific out of their partners and um, and that that aggressiveness, assertiveness, whatever, however they look at it. It's not something they desire. So what I have learned uh, in dating is. Um, Uh, like as much as i'm a proponent of like ask the men out girl you know like real feminism ask him out take him by the balls right i do believe that and i have done that but i also know that the reason that doesn't work is because men are visual creatures Mm -hmm. they have to be attracted to you Mm -hmm. they have to that's like the first thing if they're not physically attracted to you Mm -hmm. nothing you have is going to be enough for them that's the fucking facts and that's sad because you know you're a beautiful woman but some fucking racist guy is gonna be like yeah but you're dark yeah and that's all it takes yeah you guys could have everything in common besides the racism yeah but you know what i mean like you can have a lot in common with someone and then you're they don't like a big butt right and like with me it's like they don't like a small butt yeah like it's that simple for some guys like where it's like no like this is a thing that is important to me which is everybody's everybody is you know uh everybody has their uh, preferences yeah and whatever it may be um it it's like it, you can't really you can't like convince someone to be attracted to
0: you and that's yeah. what's frustrating about once they get past that though once they're like Damn, if they like, can yeah, really, like you're if I'm they can it. what do you mean if uh, because
1: i've been rejected by guys who are like i'm completely compatible with them completely 100 compatible yeah. and then they're just like i'm just not like physically attracted to you and i'm like cool good Uh, glad to know that you uh don't care about a pussy on a woman you actually care about whatever boobs or butt or or height or whatever you know because it's it's so many things and you don't even know you know what it is that that they're not attracted to or even or if they tell you that's always of course fucking worse but yeah you know what i mean like that's what's crazy is that there are men out there who doesn't matter you can have everything in common with them and I'm telling you this from experience yeah. like guys I was like oh man me and this full vibe like motherfuckers like this is cool like this could be like forever yeah and it's like nah he's he just wasn't attracted to me they they were not attracted to me and it's like yeah. okay cool like I guess that my I'm, what I am is not enough and it's not and and with that I say good good to know that you know cuz then yeah. it's like you don't want to waste your time with people that you have to convince to fucking like you yeah you know I also just don't understand the concept that like when people are like I'm straight, then shouldn't you like all versions of women? Shouldn't yeah. you like all versions of men if you're straight? Like why is it that you only want somebody who look like that whole like when Reggie Bush broke up with or Kim and Reg, Kim mm-hmm. Kardashian was dating Reggie Bush and then he mm-hmm. they broke up and then he went out with someone who looked physically exactly like her? Mm-hmm. That shit is sad to me. That's yeah. so fucking sad. Like you have it has to be you know an hourglass A figure box that you fit into yeah and that's it because they it. think
0: this is what represents like status like this whatever their concept of this is the thing i should try to attain if you fall outside of that in any way which i do and i have my own insecurities too and then it's like oh well you fall outside of that box so i don't and it's like but what if outside of the box makes you feel these amazing things exactly and that's
1: what's sad is that people are depriving themselves of 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 love i actually got really sad last night because i was like crying uh, because i was like it really bums me out that a lot of people had to see me with my partner right now to be like, Oh, I had a chance with her. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like I, it seems like I lost out on a lot of guys treating me pretty well. Cause I got treated pretty badly for a very long time. Mm-hmm. And, um, it just makes me sad to think like, damn, you don't like, you didn't think you had a chance with me. Like you're a cool dude, bro. Like what the fuck? That's fucking sad that you didn't think that you had a chance with me. That, that's the type of shit that makes me sad. Now
0: that shit makes me sad too. Right now. Just like hearing that say you because hearing you say that because you know they they did miss out. They did. And
1: and they continue to wonderful. because I also feel like there's guys that um they're not, they're not they're not they're not you know going going out of their league. There's no such thing as a league, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe there's different tax brackets, but there's no such thing. are we all gonna be old and
0: disgusting. Yeah, yeah exactly. Needs to shut the fuck up. Exactly, but um,
1: yeah, that makes me sad that people like don't go for who they really are attracted to or who they they think they could make happy. You know, and it's then like, they realize
0: those mistakes later. It's so sad to me. It's so sad to but me. I'm so happy that you're. I know, me that too. Makes <laughs> you feel really good. I didn't know that you're in in a relationship. So tell me. I know on social media, you know, sometimes. You know, it's it's difficult navigating posting about your personal life sure, and also sure. as a comic. So tell me, um, I guess now so I'm expecting that he appreciates your assertiveness. Absolutely. He's he like, absolutely does. He's not trying to, you know, dim your shine mm-hmm. in that way and like is OK with you taking up space oh, in that dude, way. I
1: sent him a clip from because you take up space. I take up a lot of space <laughs> physically, figuratively, literally all the things excuse me but last night i sent him a clip like a short at my my um you know i recorded my set and Mm -hmm. there was like a bunch of like funny ass little clips so i sent him like a nine minute snippet just to like send him because i was like he'd probably enjoy this crowd work that Mm -hmm. i did um that i'm not gonna post but it would be fun to send to him and he was like oh my god i just watched this four times in a row because it was so fun i'm like yeah thank you i appreciate you enjoying what i do like i've never had that i've never had i've never been with somebody who just is like into it, into all of what I do. Yeah. And that's really nice. Um, and I am into everything that he does. And that's fucking awesome. You know, yeah. and to have an artistic partner is really, really cool. But yeah, like he, he, he's like five, seven, I'm six, two. Like, okay. It's
0: fun, girl. We have a, we have a good time. Wow, So progressive. Yeah. I'm really feeling like both of you are disrupting gender norms. You being taller, him being shorter, you being an assertive woman, him being okay with that, which is like, the top level of whatever masculinity is for me. Masculinity is that confidence that, that security and that being able to elevate your, your partner, especially if your partner is a woman and, and a lot of times in society women aren't. So I feel like that's, that's really great that you have that.
1: Yeah, it's really nice. And I, he's also pansexual and I feel like that is a big part of, um, what makes it work because he's just so open-minded and, um, I, I, it's been, it's been nice and, because it's like, you know what? You know what's funny about that is that um, when I tell people, like my closest friends, when I first told them, a lot of them were like, I never pictured you with somebody pansexual. And I was like, like a lot of my friends and I was like, do
0: I really come off as that homophobic that I'm just like, wouldn't even consider it? Like, that's where you guys think about me. Like, that- maybe they just think you're so your femininity just exudes like super femme. And they expect like maybe... I guess super macho on the other hand. Yeah,
1: maybe and maybe you know what? I didn't think about it that way. You're right. That's probably what That's it how, is. That's how
0: binary people can be. I know, but you're you're people, a galaxy, okay? Binary people are <laughs> single minded. Yeah, your sexuality is a galaxy. Okay. Um No, but tell me, so just so people know listening, um, explain to me, I guess, define to me pansexuality or at least uh, the way your partner embodies it.
1: Pansexuality is uh, essentially like you are attracted to everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone. It doesn't matter how they identify. Yeah, which I I I, de- I identify with in the sense like what I just said. When people say they're straight, shouldn't you be attracted to every version of what straight is? Yeah, and I am. I I yeah. have dated every physical type. I just like men. I like dick. Yeah. Like that. I love it.
0: You know. Yeah. And so for me, man is everything. Then just every every pan is everyone pan is everyone basically cis straight trans non-binary yes. intersex yeah anybody can be included um and when and when you have a partner
1: like that they're basically like all that tells me is like, oh, yeah, you understand femininity and masculinity in its fullest form mm. and you enjoy it and you respect it. And, and you can maybe play with it also. In absolutely. These. And it's really fun. Like I, I, I started like buying like fun pants because he likes to wear skirts. Yeah. And I started wearing I started buying more fun pants because I was like, I want to wear fun pants when you wear your look, fucking cool yeah, ass skirts, yeah. you know. Um, And yeah, so I, I guess it's like for me, it's it's funny, too, for like people to like find out, like. Just how progressive I actually am. I don't know what the fuck vibe I was putting off. I don't... I really don't know. But that's been like the... the, Maybe I should write a joke about that. Because it's kind of funny to think about like everybody was like... you. And what's even more funny is many years ago, my friend Sandy remembers this, many, many years ago when I was like really frustrated with dating, I remember telling my friend Sandy and a few other friends, like, man, I just need to find a guy that's a little gay. Just a little gay. Yeah, Because gay men love me. They love me to death. They love me to pieces. And I was like, I just need to find a guy that's a little gay. That's all. Just a little bit. And I found him. There you go. It's perfect. That's awesome. But I'm just like, guys, They're first of all, they're everywhere. And some of them yeah. are hiding it because it, they're, yeah. you know, being being a man and being gay is so frowned upon Mm -hmm. that men don't even feel safe like dabbling and you know because there's always that running gag of like how um straight men don't like a finger in the butt but it's like no yeah they do yeah you know what i mean and um so it's like i just i wish more men just in general would just tap into who like who they really are masculine feminine whatever it is like just tap into it more you know and then you'll find your partner that you should be with much much sooner
0: when you really tap into who you really are. What do you feel like... I feel like a lot of men may want to embrace that sexuality more and and we just don't know it because of maybe stigmatizations in society. What do you feel like is uh, something like if a woman was listening right now that's like, I don't know if I could do that. Maybe because dating someone that's pansexual, they may feel threatened because maybe they... Or insecure or whatever what would be a piece of advice that could help someone adjust to that openness
1: i mean i just i get sad that people are so people you can take a person who's like we have to fight for trans rights we have to fight for gay rights we have to fight for this but like when it comes to their own personal choices they have such a hard time grasping the possibilities Mm -hmm. um because people are so homophobic and um i it it just bums me out that people are like they're people have a hard time dating but they don't consider expanding their dating pool Mm -hmm. do what i mean but and also you have to know your own boundaries like even i um (laughs) i dated this guy who i'm not really sure how he identified fully Mm -hmm. because i think he was a little like scared to be you know open about it um but i one time we were well, the first time we were fucking he like um when he orgasms he went up really high he was like ah, and i was like okay i'm not homophobic but i can't fuck a guy who sounds higher pitch than i do yeah like that was my boundary like i wasn't used to that yeah no, yeah it made me laugh and i was like okay maybe i'm a little homophobic <laughs> um because i was like i can't, i can't, like i couldn't i couldn't take it serious like i just have you ever couldn't. wanted to
0: <sighs> like i mean you I, I love <sighs> you know? what about when you come what if you took it down a notch, way lower I than a Because sometimes I want—I don't know—some next time. I mean, girl, you have
1: a nice raspy voice. I feel like you could really do it. I mean, pushing them back. <gasps> yeah. <laughs>
0: Fuck yeah! Yeah, you fucking like that, pussy, don't you? You <laughs> fucking piece of shit.
1: Yeah, <laughs> men
0: love that shit. <laughs> What's your? So earlier we were talking. I wanted to actually ask you when we're talking about like asking a dude out or like being assertive. Okay, so in the context that you're on a date, you're vibing. It's the first date. He's being a little shy. You really want to kiss him before the end of the date? What's the move?
1: Um, give give him tequila. <laughs> <laughs> we'll start tequila shots. Let's do
0: some shots. Let's fucking do shots. And that I start means they rubbing on the leg. All. I start rubbing on
1: the leg. Okay. And yeah, I love rubbing on the leg. That's a real. When you get a response to that, you're like, yeah. all right, it's on. Okay. Yeah, a little rub on the leg goes a very long way.
0: Really, you feel like it's on. Sometimes I've rubbed on the leg and it's still like they're That's still what too I'm saying. shy. They're still too shy. But I don't, I'm probably not going to
1: make a move then. Okay. Because again, we got to talk about consent and we got to talk about like, I need a guy to be attracted to me as I am to him. Like I've now learned that like you can make the move as as much as you want, but you also can't force yourself onto someone who is not vibing with you. You know, you can't,
0: it's just, it's not going to work. Let's talk about sexual vibe then being a tall lady. Tell me a time where someone's really navigated the map of your body really well because i'm sure you face some obstacles maybe i do i mean it's always nice
1: when a short guy like is down you know i, I hate when um is down
0: for what like on his knees eating your pussy whatever, or whatever whatever
1: whatever <laughs> he's down for like um but enjoying it yeah i think the problem has with with short guys has been that um if they've never been with a tall woman they mm-hmm. think it's gonna go exactly how it goes with the other women that they've been with before mm-hmm and i'm like no, no no we do like we are physically different we do have to physically do some things a little different tell me um, give me an example well i had i had a guy once tried to like um he wanted us to fuck while we were standing up okay. and i was like that's physically impossible and i'm super uncomfortable yeah um and, like, I think he was, like, from behind or something. Like, it was awkward. Yeah, And yeah. I was like, what are we doing? And he just kept
0: slipping out because it didn't make sense. Yeah. It made no sense. Well, How tall was he? Because this matters just because of height and bending. I, th- I want
1: to say, like, 5'7", five, 5'8", five, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty
0: short. Okay. Yeah. Ambitious. Very ambitious. Okay. Yeah. Like ambitious
1: men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, confident, ugly men are very <laughs> ambitious. That's how it goes
0: they got money too they well not always but <laughs> they always, they're always rich in confidence that's good okay so what so not doing is standing and what move has worked what's somewhere where you're like wow he really came with it
1: i mean uh with short guys it's like I mean, unfortunately, with with short guys, sometimes the most comfortable position is missionary. Yeah. Just because it just we line up. It's perfect. Okay. Yeah. Because um, if we do other stuff, it, it does. It gets a little tricky. Yeah. Um, so it's always nice when dudes are like comfortable with that, you know, cool with that. Yeah. Because um, I definitely I've been in situations where guys are like on the first time they're like, let me flip you over on the couch and do all And I'm just like, what? Like, I'm longer than your couch. This yeah. makes no sense, dude. <laughs> I just remember one time a dude tried to, like, I think I think because I'm tall, people think I'm, like, super flexible. Like, yeah. This guy thought I could do the splits. <laughs> he just started, like, doing it. And I was just like, what do you do? I don't even stretch, bro. Like, <laughs> this is awkward.
0: This is weird. trying to Gumby
1: you. Yeah, it was so awkward and weird. I hated it. But yeah, that that dude was all bad.
0: I like that you say you date all kinds of men, though, you know, because, you know, you like dick and wh- whoever is yeah, attached I also to ju- it.
1: Yeah, I want to see. I want to see yeah. what dudes are packing. Yeah. Because also, once you see the dick, their confidence usually makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I've had guys that are like,
0: mm, I'm shy. Like what you were doing. Oh, I'm yeah. Shy. I'm not going to make. I always move. say they have a small dick. They have a small dick. Oh, I tried that move once. He didn't even let me t- like we were like in the in the car hanging out and I was like reaching over and he wouldn't. And I was like, mm, he's probably got a small dick. He doesn't want me to feel it. He wants to try to make me fall in love in the first three Exactly. with his little unhidden dick. Yes. And
1: look, we're Triggery. not dick size shaming. I just, as a tall woman, I have a lot of space to fill. So mm. I do, I am a size queen. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because I am a queen of size. Okay? There you go. Um, so. Uh, I'm a
0: size queen, just the opposite. I prefer I'm really small. I'm a tiny lady. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you, got a, you got a tiny <laughs> pussy. You don't
1: want to get torn
0: up into pieces.
1: I am... Um, it was about dicks. Um, oh, when guys are tiny, I just wished guys with smaller dicks just knew how to work it. Mm-hmm. Because if you have a small dick and you don't know like what positions work best for you mm-hmm. and you know what you like, uh, what you how you know you're going to shine. Yeah, that always bones me out because it's like, bro, I I'm not going to. What's an optimal position for a small dick man? I couldn't tell you. I've never experienced it. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had bad experiences, so. Don't do doggy styles, fella. If you are have a small dick, don't do doggy <laughs> style. You're going to slip out and slip out and slip out. Yeah. You got to know how to work it, though. I'm yeah. convinced that if you know how to work it, just like with anything, just like me, you know, like yeah. I don't have all the parts that every guy wants, you know, exactly. but I know how to work it. I know how to work with what I have. Yeah. Shit, you know?
0: Yeah. Got to work it. You dating lots of uh, different types of men, I feel like was really progressive. You mentioned it in your set, how you were like, you know, I don't care what kind of man fat thin. And I feel like. I like that progressive way of thinking to open the door to dating to all types of men. Uh, Do you feel like any physical hurdles or medical hurdles in your life influenced you having acceptance of all different types of men? I mean,
1: being uh, uh, like obscenely tall has Mm -hmm. made me just, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I stick out anywhere I go. um, And like I, what I don't like is when like tall men assume I want to fuck them mm-hmm. like, oh, we're both tall. We're both going to do it, right? We're the yeah. tallest. And it's like, no, bro, that's not how my brain works. But I also think a lot of women just fuck tall dudes like they throw themselves at tall men. It's crazy. I am f- super against that. My my brothers are both tall. and They're both pieces of shit. And they've treated yeah. women bad over the years. So I'm like, don't don't just throw yourselves at tall
0: men. Make them work for it. Yeah, Some I like don't even little- have
1: big dicks. <laughs> that's the worst thing to
0: find oh, out. All that height is right here. No, it's a yeah. waste i like them a little sh- i like i a little short you know a little little insecure you a know it makes insecure. Them easy. <laughs> easier to know i'm just playing i'm just playing that's funny if you could be any appliance in the kitchen what appliance would you be and oh why my god oh probably a microwave okay i love a microwave okay why a microwave? i
1: love that they are um you know they're not the best option yeah but, um, not to say that I'm not the best option, but I'm just I just like what they do and, and how helpful they are to so many people. Yeah, and how helpful they are to like, to like lower income people, you know, and how they're accessible to everyone and that you can do Damn. a lot with the microwave. Damn, you're getting
0: all deep. You're bringing in socioeconomic classes up in this. I mean, you know, I
1: love a microwave. I hate when people like shit on microwaves. Yeah, I'm like, man, that's some people's only option to right? get their meal warm.
0: Right. We're and fighting systemic issues. We, Everybody needs. A honestly, microwave. I,
1: I really I really think that, you know, if if people need a microwave, don't fucking look down on them.
0: Microwaves are dope
1: they're helpful everybody uses them You could also like in you know instead of making a new cup of coffee you warm it up in the microwave like every hotel room's got a
0: microwave you know what i mean (laughs) because you know
1: they're so they're so easy to use yeah and um it's like a, a kid's first kitchen lesson is yeah. using the microwave like i just love microwaves i think that they're great you know i also you know if you actually know how to use them well like your food doesn't get all dried up you know you put the wet towel right the you got it moisture it. yeah um you can really you know
0: what's get, the strategy for a tamale in the microwave if you um, can't steam anything right now you know
1: you just have to make sure it's wrapped in the um like in a paper in towel. something damp yeah a paper towel damp
0: paper towel what's your favorite thing to cook my favorite thing to cook because i know i i know i see you uh in the past you've posted things with your family cooking food seems to have been like it's a big part of of my life i love food um i think cabbage
1: rolls like stuffed cabbage rolls just like beef and rice and and um, tomatoes and
0: onions and salt and pepper and are you allergic to (laughs) any
1: foods dairy i'm allergic to dairy
0: oh so you're like so lactose intolerant yeah it it sucks
1: but um uh, like I can't do Is it like milks. gassy, or does your ass just go? Well, crazy? it depends on the type of dairy I'm consuming. Like mm-hmm. if I have cheese, like yeah, my stomach might not, you know, process it well, but it'll be fine. My skin gets really bad. Yeah, um, I get cystic acne, but like I can't drink milk. There's no way I will shit myself yeah.
0: in five minutes. I'll shit myself all day, so I just can't do milk. I didn't know dairy. um uh like could add to a flare of cystic acne my friends had cystic acne growing up in high school it was really it was really hard yeah, like it sucks tell me so what was your experience dealing with cystic acne i mean it just sucks but yeah. i love dairy
1: so i didn't I didn't, a, I didn't make the connection until i was much older it was mm-hmm. in my mid-20s um but then it was like once i stopped uh eating dairy I was like oh my skin looks like my skin is actually very good because mm-hmm. I think I for the longest time was like I have horrible skin but it yeah. was really just like yeah you're eating dairy and sugar like the worst two things you could have on your skin you know And I have this CBD oil serum from Florim Bast okay that is amazing it's great for blemishes Lady Popovich put me onto that and I don't know if you know this but like weed really helps with your skin does it I it didn't really know I was like
0: oh my skin. god are my pores absorbing smoke or something no it's super like the flower would you smoke like um
1: i've noticed if i eat dairy and i smoke weed at the same time i will not get the cystic acne um i don't know what the fuck it does it does it's not an edibles thing it's a flower thing it's it's flower i didn't know that it's wild it makes a huge difference and i obviously i'm not a doctor and uh you know don't don't take my word you have to experiment for yourself smoke
0: weed if milk does any shit to your stomach smoke the weed it'll make it better
1: I don't know how it fucking works, but I'm like, yeah, it's natural. It's a medicine. Yeah. And everybody has different, you know,
0: uh, uses for it. So that's mine. I want to know about right now. And I, again, like, I'm in my 30s. Dating now, I know you're dating someone, and I hope, I hope that you're happy throughout whatever process it may be. But I guess questioning, not falling into the typical, we're married, we have kids. Sure. What does it feel like being a woman in your 30s, not falling into the, typical expected things that we're taught to like like glorify
1: i mean it's been nice for me because i spent all of my 20s and and my early 30s telling everybody like i'm not doing that shit i'm not having kids i'm not having kids guys it's you knew at me. a young age that i knew, knew when at 19 it. what I was, made you my like- nephew my, my nephew was born and i had to watch him a lot and and it was wonderful it was a very fulfilling experience mm-hmm. but i was like yeah i don't want to do this ever the fuck again like um i will help with the kids forever mm-hmm. and i'm very involved in, in all my eight nieces and nephews lives but like yeah i don't that doesn't
0: interest me i'm a light sleeper yeah i i have a chaotic life like it does not interest me at all and i think that happens a lot with like black black and brown and indian latina cultures it's like when you have to care for like kids that aren't yours it's like this kind of adultification happens Absolutely. where you're expected to grow up so quickly. And so I can understand why now you're like, man, I've been doing that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But you know, I will also say like, it's, it's good. It's, we also need to like, uh, make space for these Diaz and mm-hmm. these deals that are just, they're going to be the babysitters and they're going to want to kick in. And they're going to maybe talk to your kids about shit that you don't want to talk about with them. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I don't understand why that's not important to people, but mm-hmm. it should be. Um, cause community is really how you raise children, you yeah. know? Um, and you know, my siblings have all like really, uh, appreciated that I've been available. Yeah. And, um, and that like, if I needed to go, I'll like go spoil the kids. I mean, it's that classic thing where like I spoil them and then you return them, you know? Yeah. And it's great. It's very fulfilling. I love that shit. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I recommend just being involved in kids' lives. Like I, I, I also know that so many children, Need cool adults in their lives. Yeah. And to be that is wonderful. That's
0: so, so fulfilling. I love it. It's sufficient. Yeah. I don't understand why people don't want to do that. Uh, Shanti Auntie. Shanti like, Auntie. Uh, for life. Like, who knows? But I also feel that. Like, I think I can just be a cool adult in yeah. people's lives and positively be in their life and maybe sometimes talk about things that they don't feel comfortable with their parents, but exactly. always respecting boundaries and whatever like yeah. they were trying to guide them the wrong way but sure i think that's important and i like what you say about community like that is important and i feel like you know we elevate just that i got married and i have kids and if you don't have those things those other parts aren't elevated as much right. sometimes yeah which and we should
1: yeah absolutely and i even um when i was a kid it, i wanted to have kids when i was a kid mm-hmm. like i started up my um, until my nephew was born when i was 19 that was when i realized like i don't want this but when I was a kid, I wanted a kid. But I was also so thankful that my mom, her best friend, is, is childless. Um, and she was one of the most, I mean, I was so, I just admired her so much as a kid. I just loved how, like, fashionable she was. She was always trendy. And she would always, like, make my mom kind of loosen up. And, like, there's something beautiful in that to see those uh, women relationships as a little girl. Um, To be like man she's like so cool and she has such a cool life and like I don't understand it but like it's cool I like it you know she kind of has a free spirit like a lot of little girls need to see free spirits in the world men women uh, non-binary whatever because like every little kid needs that every kid especially girls but every kid for sure but I just I think little girls need to see women um, that are just doing their own damn thing dressing all funky and talking funky and we're not allowed to talk like that. You know like that's fun for little kids like my nephew yeah. one of my nephews was like he came and i said something like that's stupid and he was like you can't say that that's a bad word And I was like, you mean, I can't say that it's fucking stupid. And And I was like, he's going to remember that forever. And good, it's so stupid. Like, you know, policing words and shit. But like, you know, I understand why they do that. But it's just like fun to like give them a little kick, a little spice that they're not expecting from someone they're not expecting it from, you know,
0: it is. And I think it's important for them to see that so they don't grow up to be generic. Exactly. and like people can be happy and loved and not alone if you don't have kids yeah like you could still have that community and i think that's important for people to see so we don't all feel sad when you're not married when you're not in a relationship and then everyone's all sad at valentine's day yeah like oh my god i'm single and i'm not married and and now i'm 30. what's interesting
1: too like valentine's day specifically my dad like we loved valentine's day like i i have no bad associations with it Mm -hmm. um i've never been sad that i was alone on valentine's day i was totally fine with it even though I was always alone on Valentine's Day. Yeah. But because my dad, he, like, when we were kids, would just come home, buy us all chocolate. Like, me, my mom, my sister get, these like, boxes of chocolates. And, you know, school always made Valentine's Day mm-hmm. fun. And um, I, I'm i so thankful that I, I didn't – I wasn't raised by parents who were, like, you know, f- like that mentality of, like, you have to. I mean, they wanted me to, yeah. but they also were, like, that classic of, like – well, I mean, if she doesn't want to be
0: married and have kids, like, uh, that's probably good. That's okay. You know, yeah. it's not the worst possible thing. That's good, though. That's good that because I never gave a shit about Valentine's and feeling bad I was single, but I always hated it because it's just about money. Sure, I always sure, feel like sure. I'm like fuck all this so what white people that own companies can make money off this bullshit fucking balloon that we're getting right now. I just right love now? candy
1: so like yeah. I love Valentine's day I love all the candy. I'm like buy I me mean, that candy
0: I love candy so day. I
1: love any any holiday that is like has their own special candy like the conversation hearts I love conversation hearts
0: oh.
1: I love them. They're tasty. The white ones mm, I love mint. Yeah Anyways,
0: I, I actually miss Valentine's in school I remember us giving those little so cards It was so cute out. It's it was so night an- sometimes you wrote like actual like specialized one. yeah, and it made people feel special. Yeah, we don't really do that anymore. yeah.
1: You don't really do that anymore. Shanti. I know. I don't. There really are like adults valentines who
0: give valentines to their friends. I should do that more. I do give good, thoughtful Christmas cards. That's though, great because I'm a broke, broke lady and I no, don't spend money. Good, but I'll, though, I'll be like, I remember this one time where blah 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 that's blah. That's sweet. I remember blah blah. That was a fun. So imagine time. if
1: you did that for your your single friends, not just the yeah. women, but you know, like your your palantines. You know, not just your yeah. galantines, but your palantines. Like I, I like all I'm that shit. Write more love notes. You should. It's good for you. It's good for you. It's good for your spirit. Okay,
0: before you leave, send me your address. I'm going to write you a love note. (laughs) Don't say it on camera right now. uh, But before we leave, I guess uh, I want to open the door to asking this because I ask everybody at the end of our episode. um, How can – and it's not just romantically. How can someone love you better? From romantic to your siblings to me to anybody. How can people love you better? Do you you mean generic or do you mean me specifically? You specifically. I just –
1: I've always – been happy with people who embrace me as I am and they don't take shit personal. Like I sometimes have to call my friends if we're going to work together and I'll be like, mm-hmm. "Listen, you can't take how I'm going to talk when I'm working personal because mm-hmm. how I when, when I'm in work mode, like I'm just in work mode. Like mm-hmm. it's not even about feelings or, you know, any of that shit. It's like I express myself because I know what I want." And I hope that you will also express yourself in, in hopes that you know what you want.
0: But if you don't, like, don't fucking get all pissed at me because I know exactly what I want. You know, how do you I, handle that when they are like a more sensitive person and they're just like, well, how well do you handle- hopefully,
1: hopefully we can work through it. You mm-hmm. know, like communication is always key. I'm a big communicator. I over communicate. Um, i love over communicating i rather over than under absolutely and um but i've definitely learned that a lot of people are liars and they don't say what they really want to say they don't speak up for themselves and um i i just i wish that everyone loved themselves more so they can love everyone around them better because that's really what it boils down to because i have certainly learned that people who love themselves are usually my best friends like if you are good at treating yourself well, then you, we're never gonna have a problem. Yeah. We might have a problem here and there, but it's usually superficial, surface type shit. Yeah. But like, um, if you don't love yourself, man, you you can't, you cannot expect yourself to love other people. It's very much that RuPaul quote, you know. Yeah. And uh, but I fully believe it in the sense that like, if you don't set your own boundaries, if you don't communicate what you need, if you don't know put yourself first but also like look out for your people like mm-hmm. you will never you will never never ever achieve the relationships that you desire never because i've been setting boundaries since i was a kid i've always set boundaries i was big on boundaries and i like even like little shit like um you know when are you afraid of the dark would come on at night yeah. um, i would get tired and go to sleep and it was like a coincidence and my siblings would always point it out and they would try to make fun of me they would try to make me feel bad but i was like when I watch the show, I get nightmares and I don't want to have nightmares. Was, uh, I'll have a hard time sleeping. And I put myself first. I was like, you guys make fun of me all you want. I do not give a shit. Like yeah. I need to get my rest. Need yeah. My beauty rest as an eight year old. Um, and so I, I, I don't know how to teach women to have boundaries. I really don't. I just have always had them and I love them so much. And um, I, just wish everybody could set their own boundaries because it would just make shit a lot easier you know what I mean? and, yeah. that, and that people respect other people's boundaries because it's not just setting boundaries it's, yeah you know everyone respecting each other's boundaries
0: yeah i think that's the thing too is understanding just how to respect people's boundaries because that is where problems arise then. absolutely it's like when you're overstepping that and it's like fuck. yeah exactly
1: i do encourage everyone to say no while understanding that you will receive backlash you will have people upset with you you have to get comfortable with that shit like you really fucking do and if
0: people can't respect those boundaries it shouldn't be in your life exactly this is my boundary if you're my friend you'll respect that if you're a person in my life you respect that and if you don't then i guess that shows that you're like not really my friend yeah exactly this boundary for me to be chill be cool yeah i have
1: a meditation album out and one of the tracks is like me saying no in different ways. No, absolutely not. Never. Um, it's <laughs> I didn't great. I didn't know you have a meditation yeah. album. That's <laughs> my boyfriend produced it. My Novio produced it. And That's great. It and it was—it's great. I love it. I um, I recommend it to anyone who needs a little kick in the butt. That, and has a little humor to it you know yeah. um so it's it's great laughter is medicine and medicine is medicine so it's perfect
0: yeah i'm really glad that you came any any good. last say before we get out of here please um say the name of your meditation album uh tell you say the name of your hbo album okay. or your new hbo special that just dropped and anything else you want to drop
1: yeah so i have my hbo max special bitch grow up please watch that it's really fucking funny it is. um i have my meditation album it's um called um motivational monday or no motivational monday meditations by marcella Marguello, uh just all m's across the board yeah um it's just five tracks it's it's a really easy listen but it's also like a very good therapeutic listen and then my first album the woke bully is still out um download that it's not on streaming because of all the lawsuits going on with the comedy and the live streaming shit but anyways um check that out and what's your IG? I'm at Marcella Comedy across the board, my website, all my social media, Marcella Comedy. So find me. Follow awesome. me. Thank, Thank you, you so for having me, John. Thank you so, so cool. much for doing the show. This I'm fun. so
0: glad you're here and that you did it. like right after your special came out. And that's it for episode eight. Thank you so much for listening. If you haven't rated the podcast on Spotify yet, please go ahead and give us a five star. It's greatly appreciated. For those of you that have been tuning in, I'm going to be doing an episode where a special guest interviews me. And so if you have any questions that you have for me, please go ahead and check out my Instagram or my TikTok in there. There's a link tree within there. You can go ahead and click on a link that allows you to submit your questions that you have for me uh, for the episode of Mouthful with Shanti when I will be interviewed. Thanks again for always tuning in uh, and uh, have a great day and take care of yourself. Bye.